BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off-limits. Hi guys, it's just me all by myself today. So hopefully you don't get sick of my voice, but I thought it would be fun to talk all about Hills stuff, especially since we're in the middle of the Hills New Beginnings, and I feel like there's so much to talk about, and you guys had lots of questions, so I figured this would be just a little bit of Q&A between you and me, so I'll get right into it. The first little question is, BTS Secrets of Reality TV. Okay, someone wants to know all the the behind-the-scenes stuff. I wish that, like, we could really show you what the the behind-the-scenes looks like. It really is not as glamorous as you guys may think it is, but... I'll run through a little bit of like how it all goes down. There's a talent coordinator that reaches out to you, wants to know what's going on in your life, wants to know what's going on in your week so that they can plan this filming schedule. They always first have to figure out like getting the schedules to work out because it's really hard to actually coordinate that. Like a lot of the cast members live in Orange County and we live in LA. So scheduling can be pretty difficult, but they always have to find a location and get a location agreement. Um, When they film at your house, you have to sign a release form. It's kind of annoying for them to film at your house, if I'm being perfectly honest, because like for me, I always want it to be spotless and have it be a full representation of like who I am. And it's never spotless because I have a two-year-old and I'm sort of a mess. So like whenever they're coming over to film at my house, which hasn't been too much, but maybe it will be more. I have to plan for like two days, like how am I going to prepare it? And I like to prop style it too. Like I get really into it, um, which I hope they appreciate. I've heard that certain cast members are really, really messy and they have to go in and clean their houses for like two hours before they film. I won't name any names, but come on guys, get your shit together. There's always a crew of people watching you. There's someone that's actually literally typing every word you say, which is a really hard job because we can talk really fast, but they need it for the edit. So they catch like every little thing that we say. And then there's a producer that's sitting there helping move the conversation along. Like obviously 
when you hang out with friends, it can go for a while and you can cover so many topics, but in a span of like multiple hours. But when you're filming, you're kind of on the clock. So while it's not scripted, there's a producer that wants to make sure that you hit all the conversation topics you need to hit in a timely manner. A little behind the scenes of how I prepare for each scene, I usually always like to get my hair done because I'm terrible at doing my own hair. And while I'm getting my hair done, I'll do my own makeup, especially if it's for just like a casual scene with a friend. But if we're filming a night out or an event, then I'll get both my hair and my makeup done. But I try to really keep that to a minimum because it is a reality show and I want people to see like what we really look like you know like I always find it a little strange when they're filming scenes at someone's house and people are in like full hair and makeup like are you really always in full hair and makeup when no one's there? I don't think so. So I also use a stylist while I'm filming. When we're filming, we have to pull together a lot of outfits all the time. Like we could be filming, you know, three to six times a week and and I want to present myself in a certain way. So I have my stylist, Britton Kara, who you've heard from before, who will do like big fittings with me and then I'll already have like pulled together outfits set up for each scene. Next week though, we're filming at the house, like a really casual scene in my bedroom and I'll probably just wear like a matching sweatsuit and be done with it. So sometimes I really care, sometimes I really don't. It just all depends on what the content is that we're shooting. Next question, how is this season of The Hills different from last besides babies, marriage, etc.? Interesting question. I really feel like this season, the biggest difference is that the producers definitely at the beginning just kind of like got us all in a room or or got us all together and didn't really give us anything to talk about. Like I feel like last Hills, the producers really had stories for us. Like when I got that job at Teen Vogue, I was really applying for that job, but the producers would go in ahead of time and create the the task that we needed to do and kind of like talk to the editors at Teen Vogue and create a storyline with them that would eventually lead to an internship at Paris. You know, like that's not happening this time around. They're really depending on us to tell them what's going on in our lives and for that to really weave the storyline. So I think that's also the case just because we are older and our lives are more complicated now and there's less for them to actually produce. Whereas when we were in our early 20s, like we were kind of directionless in a way. We didn't really know what we wanted to do. We had like a vague idea, like I want to be in fashion, but they didn't have the time for us to let it all play out and see how the evolution of our careers went. Like they really needed to make things happen for us. So I think that's really the big difference. Third question, did old friends try to come back into your life after you became famous? Honestly, no. I had and still have really quality long-term relationships, friends that I've had since I was in kindergarten, really. And so, like, they loved me before I got on the show, and they're still my friends, and there's no one old that came back into my life. I mean, have there been people that have new companies that reach out and are like, we would love 
you know, f- to get a shout out from you or something, you know, there's always those kind of people in a business sort of way that want a little bit of help, but there's no one that I can really think of that was like, I'm going to make a conscious effort to be best friends with Whitney again because she's famous. Like, and thank God. And honestly, if someone did try to do that, I feel like I would be able to see right through that. So, and now a little break to hear from our sponsor. So until very recently, I was a little bit confused about CBD. I didn't know what kind of effect it was going to have on me, if it was going to make me anxious, you know, all the things that a lot of people are concerned about. But I found a company called Cured Nutrition, which really cleared things up for me. They are a holistic supplement company based in Boulder, Colorado. If you're in tune with the wellness industry, I'm sure you've also noticed how it can get confusing. They have completely made it easy for us. In addition to their 100% locally sourced Colorado hemp extracts, Cured also guarantees a really, really rigorous quality control system. I know that that's something that definitely puts me at ease when I'm using something like a CBD. They are completely transparent, and they even publish the details directly onto their website, www.curednutrition.com. So they've made it super possible to harness what we really want to get from the hemp plant with also the comfort of knowing that you're getting the highest quality products. If you didn't already know... CBD is most commonly used for its calming, stress-relieving, and amazing anti-inflammatory properties. All of those things are super important for all of us. I know for me, I need calm, I need stress relief, and I need anti-inflammatory. So Cured is doing this and creating these CBD products, but they didn't stop at CBD alone. They've created products for all aspects of your wellness routine. So whether you're looking for something really maximum strength, full spectrum, THC-free oils, gel caps, or even something like a CBD-infused cookie dough, medicinal mushrooms, adaptogenic and cannabinoid blends for focus or sleep, which are personally my favorite, a spot treating salve, the list goes on and on. Cure Nutrition has all of your bases covered. So I get really bad headaches. And for me, the spot treating salve especially works. I'll put it on my temples or I'll put it underneath my nose or on my wrist, you know, certain pressure points that really alleviate any kind of pain and help me recover. If you're worried about jumping through hoops to get your hands on some because you don't know exactly where to go and who to trust, Cured Nutrition is your answer. They ship to all 50 states and you can find my favorite products like the Spot Treating Salve and the CBD Infused Cookie Dough on their website, curednutrition.com. With WIT listeners can use the code WIT, W-H-I-T, at checkout to save 15%. You guys, that's curednutrition.com with the code WIT, W-H-I-T. And as always, I'll include a link to their site in the show notes. So if you try them out, let me know what you think. Thanks, guys. And now back to the conversation. Hardest part about being on TV. The hardest part about being on TV is not having control of the edit. You know, when we do our YouTube series and when we do the podcast, like granted, I want to let you guys know you are really getting like the real story. We're just editing out when we say like ums and uh and, you know, 
things get a little bit choppy. But when we're doing the hills, you really have no control over how the editors are going to edit what you say or if they're going to take certain things that you said and completely put them out of context. So that's really the hardest part is opening yourself up and really being vulnerable, but then not knowing if the right message is going to get across and just being honest about stuff and worrying that it's going to rub someone the wrong way. Like the other day in an interview, I remember saying something about someone that I really truly feel because all of us are entitled to have like icky feelings about people. But when you say that on TV, it's like, I don't know. It has this, it brings a whole different meaning to talking shit because everybody's going to hear it and people never really want to hear what you're saying behind their back. Like they may know that you're talking behind their back, but they don't actually really ever hear it. So when you're doing it on TV, like you have to be ready for people to be upset with you for saying certain things about them. Uh, Was the Teen Vogue job real? Yes, the Teen Vogue job was real. So granted, it wasn't as hard as a regular internship at a magazine during that time because one, I was in college and didn't have the time for a full-on internship, but... You know, because we were filming a show, the producers wanted us to be doing extra special things that as interns we wouldn't normally get to do, like work the Teen Vogue Young Hollywood party or run the backstage at a fashion show or go to Paris for an internship. Like, I mean, those things can happen, but we were filming a TV show and and they happened a little bit faster for us than they would a normal person. So that's why I feel like... Sometimes you shouldn't, you have to read into it a little bit. Like you have to realize that we are filming a show and don't expect to get a job at a magazine and immediately be able to do all these different things. Like we did have help from people making those things happen. Hills Deeds. Are the people on the show even friends? Is Spencer a kook? (laughs) The people on the show are friends. There are real relationships. Not everybody is best friends. And, you know, filming the show definitely gets us close together. But there are really real relationships. So don't think that you're being, like, lied to at all. Is Spencer a kook? I mean, Spencer has kooky sides to him, for sure. I mean, I think that he would admit that, too. Like, he definitely is a little bit strange, but he's also hilarious and, you know, knows what he's doing and smart and savvy. And so, yes, I think he's kooky. I wouldn't necessarily call him a kook. Do I ever regret doing reality TV? I don't. Honestly, I'm so grateful for it. Like, you know, sometimes when we're filming, it can be emotionally draining, but I don't think that I would be able to sit here and be recording this podcast if I weren't on the hills. It has opened up so many doors for me and given me this exposure that I never would have gotten. So I I never I really really never regret it. And I met my husband filming the city. So life would really be different. Sunny wouldn't be here. How do you keep from comparing yourself to others in Hollywood? That's a good question. I am the kind of person that really tries hard not to compare myself to anyone, let alone it be anybody in Hollywood. Like I really try to live up to my own standards of goodness and health and, and you know, how I want to look and what I want to be like. So I'm, I really try not to compare myself to anybody else. I know that sounds like super PC, but it's really the truth. And I think it's 
the healthy way to be. How did I get on the cast on the hills? That's a good question. A lot of people don't know this story. So I was actually interning at Women's Wear Daily, and I was looking for a fall internship because my internship was actually during the summer. And I had heard that Teen Vogue, which was a couple floors above us, was looking for interns. So I went up there, and I gave them my resume, and they ended up calling me and were like, actually, we are looking for interns for the fall, but they would have to be open to be on camera. And I thought, what? And they were like, yeah, actually a network is coming in here and filming a show about girls in the fashion industry. And I thought, okay, I, I guess I'm interested in that could be interesting. So next thing I know, MTV was calling me and saying, we're starting to film this docudrama about girls living in Los Angeles, doing various things in the industry. And would we be able to do a casting tape with you? So I did the casting tape with them. And next thing I know, they're telling me to actually come in for an on-camera interview with Lisa Love, who was the West Coast editor of Teen Vogue at the time. So I come in, and I'm waiting in the waiting room for my interview, and Lauren Conrad walks in. And I had watched Laguna Beach, so I knew exactly who she was. And I thought to myself, oh my God, I'm on Lauren Conrad's spinoff show, or whatever she's doing after Laguna Beach, like that's what I'm here for. And she's interviewing for the job too. And this must be what it is. So at that point, I sort of figured out what we were doing. And I still did think I had a real interview with Lisa Love. Little did I know that the MTV producers had already chosen me as Lauren Conrad's coworker. And I think they thought we weren't going to get along for some reason, but I'm so glad that it worked out the way it did because I feel like our friendship was so cool and like inspiring and hopeful for people that think that the fashion industry is such a cutthroat place. Like I think it was nice to see that we actually had a really nice relationship working with each other. But a lot of you guys always ask me if we're still friends. And here's what I'll say. Lauren and I, if we were to see each other, we'd be so excited to see each other and we're always friendly and we're always rooting for each other, but we don't keep in touch. I don't talk to her on a daily basis. Last time I caught up with her was after she had her baby, which was two years ago. So for all you guys wondering if we're still friends, we're friendly for sure and we'll always be an important part of each other's lives like because of our roots, but we do not keep in close contact. A lot of people are also asking why I haven't really been on this season of The Hills New Beginnings. I feel like there's a couple reasons. One, there's so much drama in everybody else's lives that I am not a part of that it just didn't make sense for me to naturally show up in these places or have these conversations. Two, my husband, Timmy, didn't really want to be on it, so I think the producers thought that it was kind of like hands-off Whitney in that respect. Like, if we're not going to be able to shoot at her house and shoot with her family, like, why are we going to make the effort? So, yeah, that's really the reasoning behind it. Hopefully, I will be on it more the second half of the season. I think I am because I filmed a good amount about a lot of these things that are starting to happen now. But... I hope to be on it more. I mean, I had every intention on it. I was also like a little bit scared at the beginning to get back onto the show because I just didn't know what everybody was like and I didn't know the drama people were going to cause. Like I had heard rumblings to just be careful that people 
could come after me. So I was really timid at first. And when we all got together, I kind of like would only stay for a little while and go home. And I just really kept my distance. And so I think people got that vibe that I didn't want to be a part of it. And I think it really wasn't that I didn't want to be a part of it. It was just that I was trying to get my bearings and trying to figure out where everyone was at and who everyone was since I hadn't spoken to everybody in a while. And now a little break to hear from our sponsor. So I have been using HelloFresh for almost two years now. My family absolutely loves it. What's so great is that I don't really have to go to the grocery store that much, and I don't really have all that much time to cook and prep and do all the things that everybody has to do in order to cook dinner. So it's so great. It's actually a food delivery service, making home-cooked meals so, so, so simple. They're so delicious. They have step-by-step recipes with pre-measured ingredients, so you'll have everything you need to get an amazing dinner on the table in honestly just about 30 minutes which is so insane because whenever I try to cook, it takes me, I don't know, at least an hour even to prep it sometimes. So say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh completely has you covered. Also, Sunny is two now and it's kind of like a complete nightmare at the grocery store. So even though I used to love going to the grocery store and walking down the aisles endlessly and trying all the testers and really enjoying that experience, now with Sunny, it's not the most enjoyable experience. He doesn't want to sit in the cart. He runs all over the place. So it's so nice to have a company like HelloFresh that can actually make it all happen for me. If you're anything like me, you make the same five things on rotation. So what's so cool about HelloFresh is that they have 17 seasonal chef curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone. So no matter how picky of an eater you have in your family, they have family recipes to calorie smart recipes to vegetarian and fun messy series like Hall of Fame and Craft Burgers. Oh my gosh, one of their burgers was actually one of the best burgers I've ever had and was definitely a crowd favorite for some guests I had over that night. HelloFresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit. Did you even know that? So obviously you know you're going to get something delicious. It's super flexible and it will completely fit your style. You can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy sides like garlic bread and cookie dough. You can also easily change your delivery days, um, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need. So if I haven't already said it enough, you must subscribe to HelloFresh. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to hellofresh.com slash withwit80 and enter withwit80. That's W-I-T-H-W-H-I-T-8-0. You guys, $80 off your first month of HelloFresh? You must do it. Again, hellofresh.com slash withwit80 and enter with wit 80. All right, guys, enjoy. And now back to the conversation. Do I get recognized a lot when I go out? So I really don't get recognized all that much when I go out. I There's certain places that you can go to where there are always paparazzi and they find you. Like actually this weekend, I was in Studio City on Little Laurel where that Jones on 3rd is. And there were like eight paparazzis there catching my mother-in-law and I shopping, which she thought was hilarious and started taking pictures of them. But um, 
Yeah, it's really not a thing for me. Like, there's sometimes people that wait at the bottom of the hill and then will catch me in my pajamas going to get coffee bean, which is embarrassing. But other than that, it, it's not really a, a huge thing for me. And I do like when people say stuff to me randomly. Like, I think it's so fun that people feel connected to me and feel comfortable talking to me in that way. But I really don't feel famous, if that makes sense. Like, I always just feel me. Does it feel like work when you're filming or just socializing with friends? Yes and no. When they want you to hit certain story beats and you feel like you can't have a natural conversation, um, it definitely feels like work. If I have to film at my house and I have to prep it, that feels like work. Getting ready to go somewhere that I wouldn't normally go and have to film, that feels like work. But having just natural conversations when we can film for a while and just sit there and be ourselves and socialize, that just feels fun. And I'm so glad that I get to have that aspect of my life. That it's it's cool that like who I am as a person, just being myself is one of my jobs. So that's cool. A specific story is like when we were filming at Stephanie's welcome home party and Stephanie and Spencer got in this huge fight. I never would have been out at that club. (laughs) There was like another club night too where I went and I was like definitely the oldest person there by far. But it felt like work because I wouldn't normally have been at that club And I felt like I needed to get involved in this drama that I would never normally get involved in. And that felt a little bit like different for me. I felt like I wasn't being myself because I was inserting myself into a situation, which actually, I guess you don't really get to see a lot in that scene. But like, I did talk to Heidi for a while and I did talk to Stephanie for a while. And Spencer and Heidi ended up blocking me after that night. And it felt like this is work. Like we're all here to try to make a TV show. Why are we taking things like so personally? But and then again, there are real issues between people like Stephanie and Spencer really don't get along. But yeah, that's when it can get a little bit confusing between work and personal. I think I'm, I think I'm normal. And I feel like people on reality TV are usually not the most normal. Like, obviously, if you're cast on a reality TV show, it's so that you can produce drama and you have, like, something interesting about you that makes you different from the most normal, relatable people. So sometimes I think that's why I'm not on the show a lot is because I'm not producing all that drama. However, I do think there is something to be said about being relatable and having a voice of reason like how I was on The Last Hills, which I feel like we don't necessarily have on this season of The Hills, which I would like to be utilized for. And I still do have stuff going on, even though it may not be like big dramatic fights, like I still have real adult life issues that I think should be featured more that people would actually really want to see. And I hope that the producers will let me open that up. And I also want to highlight everything I'm up to because that's important to me. And I feel like everyone should know about the things that I'm doing because I feel like they're inspiring. Like I feel like doing this podcast is super inspiring and filming my YouTube and having my company bundle and having a clothing line with Rent the Runway coming out. Like I feel like these are all things that used to be shown on the old hills that people were inspired by and it helped motivate them to reach certain goals. And I would love for that to be highlighted on this season. Who do I get along with the most? 
I get along with everyone really well, but I would say I'm the closest with Caitlin and Audrina and Jen Delgado. And I really also love Misha. I think those girls are the girls that I really am like the most connected to and feel like on camera or off camera, we can have like a real deep conversation. I don't feel like I'm getting anything fake from them. Let's see. What's the one thing you regret about the Hills? Hmm. I think there's nothing I regret about the Hills, but I do regret a little bit about the city. Like we only got a chance to do two seasons of the city. And I think that's because I was really closed off when I moved to New York and I was, I first had that relationship with Jay and that was like an open book and everybody saw that. But once that relationship was over, I kind of got scarred by having a relationship on camera that I didn't want to do it again. And I feel like had I opened myself up a little bit more and shown what I was really going through with like certain guys and, you know, issues that 25 year olds go through, like kissing a lot of frogs to find your prince. I feel like if I actually showed that, that the show would have been good and it would have been on for longer and people would able would have been able to see more of my journey of living there and growing my fashion line. So that's one thing, just not opening myself and being vulnerable as much as I could have been. Some of my favorite memories that you guys didn't see. I think my favorite memories are honestly my relationships with the crew. Like I legit in New York especially, had almost no other friends besides the people on the crew. And I think that's something that you don't really get to see. Like, you're essentially at summer camp with these people. It's three months where you're with them all day long, and they get to know you so intimately. Like, they're watching you have a relationship on camera. They're part of your relationship. They care about you so much. They are, like, finding your apartment. They're, I don't, they're just, like, everything to you because you become so close with them. And I just feel like I miss a lot of those relationships. But then again, I also married one of those relationships. So I don't miss him. I mean, I miss him right now, but I don't miss him in general. (laughs) Some of my other favorite memories were Honestly, some of the other things I got to do because of being on the show, like specifically the CFDA Awards in New York were some of my favorite times. Going there and getting all dressed up and seeing all the other amazing like celebs and fashion people dressed up and feeling like I was part of it just was so, so, so cool and such an honor. And now a little break to hear from our sponsor. There are so many tampon options out there. And also buying tampons is not always the most, um, can I say, comfortable thing when you're checking out. I don't know. For some reason, you always feel like strange buying tampons, which is so silly because it's obviously a very, very natural thing that women go through. But if you do feel that way, which I don't blame you for, I have the answer for you. Lola is this amazing tampon company that delivers tampons right to your door. They're super well-designed 
and in a discreet box, so no one actually has to know what they are. They're personalized, so you have the right variety for your needs. They're 100% organic cotton, and their BPA-free tampon applicators leaves me really worry-free about what I'm putting into my body. It's crazy to think that we actually haven't thought about this before, but I'm so happy that a company like Lola exists now. The FDA doesn't actually require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't, which is insane. Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. So they have you covered for everything. And I think this is just so important. Like I said, we're putting this in our bodies. We should know what's actually going in them. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. Yuck. I don't like that. Lola products are 100% organic cotton, like I said. Also, Lola makes your month a little bit easier. Lola's subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. Also awesome about this company is that it's founded by women for women. I always obviously love supporting other female entrepreneurs and also who else knows a female body and should be designing things like this for women but women. They're also offering something new, a cleansing wipe that are safe for use actually anywhere on the body, but they're the first biodegradable, all-natural wipe of their kind. Really, really perfect for that midday refresh. I could use one or a couple of those this summer. (laughs) They're individually packaged and perfect for on the go. They're gynecologist approved and hypoallergenic. Also, do good with your purchase. For every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across U.S. I really can't find a reason why you guys shouldn't be using these over any other tampon out there. So now that you guys are totally sold on using Lola forever for your periods and any other feminine needs, I am going to give you a special offer. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter with wit. That's W-I-T-H-W-H-I-T when you subscribe. Happy shopping. And now back to the conversation. All right, well, that was so much fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Always feel free to direct message me any more questions that you have about this. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us your comments and let us know what you like about it or what you don't. You won't hurt my feelings. Okay, bye, guys. Oh, and don't forget to watch our recaps. Timmy and I have been watching The Hills every Monday night and posting our reactions to them on either Wednesday or Thursday. And so it's a really fun way. Sometimes if you don't want to watch the whole episode, you can just watch all the fun scenes that we react to. So if you're missing me on The Hills, definitely check out my YouTube. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review because I want to hear from you guys. You can let me know what you thought of this episode or anything more you want to hear about. Thanks. Peace in the streets. 